Hello, I'm Phil Svitek, 360 Creative Coach. And in this episode, I want to talk about the importance of having contingency plans for any creative. Now, before I get into it, I want to uh, encourage you to subscribe if you haven't already done so. That way you get all the various lessons and episodes that I put out right when I put them out. Thank you if you just did, and thank you if you already were. It truly does mean a lot to me. So, the creative pursuits, as I've said, uh, you know, in, in terms of everything that I do and the thesis of what I do, is really the idea that if you don't master mental fortitude, uh, you're not really going to find the success you you want as an artist because it takes way more than just talent and skill set to really succeed. Uh, you know, I I often equate this industry as like a shaking tree. It's just constantly trying to shake you off. And if you can just hold on for dear life, you'll make it. Well, the way to hold on is you have to be very mentally strong. And part of that is always having contingency plans, you know, because inevitably, it, I don't care what you're doing, even if it's seemingly a solitary act such as fiction writing, or painting, things will inevitably go wrong in some way, somewhere. So how do you deal with that is the question. And, you know, part of, you know, each lesson that I try to answer is to offer up different ways to tackle various problems. So, it, you know, it would be, uh, and just this episode wouldn't work by me answering every contingency because it's, it's just, you know, not something that I'm able to do in the scope. But by all means, if there are things that you would like to ask me about, please comment down below or hit me up on social media at PhilSpeedTech, and I'm happy to answer that way. But overall, it's the idea that plan for contingencies, you know, one, two, and three. And one of the biggest contingencies that you always want to have is, you know, budget something, but then always leave a percentage, usually, you know, in filmmaking, it's 20%, to be able to go over. Right, so try to be as frugal as you can, but know that it's probably going to cost you in the end twenty percent more than you budget for, and that that you're going to have to kind of just be okay with that, right? I mean, in all film budgets, not this is not just my own thing. In all film budgets, they literally have contingency because oftentimes things do go over budgets by the sheer nature of it, right? The Creative Act usually does, and you know, startups deal with this all the time and so forth. So, you know, really have that in your mind. I'll give you an example of how I approach this. So I was talking with my friend Jonathan Moulton, and we were talking about um, a proof of concept that we're working on for what, what will ideally be my, my second feature film. And so this proof of concept is like three minutes, um, you know, a representation of this movie. And he's like, hey, I know you will really want to do um, kind of this technique with the movie. Um, so if we're going to go that, you know, we need to be thinking about this. And I said, 100%, you're right. But as much as like I would love to do that, and that means we could kind of not be as detail-oriented with this part because, you know, it's not important to, to the final quote-unquote product. The thing of it is, you know, what I'm aiming for uh, with the final thing might not be something that ultimately um, someone who's an investor might want to be on board with. Meaning, I'll, I'll, you know, 
as of right now, I would love to do a rotoscope animation style film. Someone might not be on board for that. They might want it live action. So for me, you know, it's like I could skip certain parts of the live action uh, version because I don't necessarily need to worry about that because it would be animated over and so forth. But for me, someone might say, hey, I'm not on board with the with the rotoscope thing. I'd love, love to see it. Uh, I'd love to see it in live action. So being able to have both versions allows me that ability. I know it's more time-consuming, and I know it can be more costly in this scenario for this proof of concept. But at least, at least it, give, it, it you know allows me the option. And furthermore, if nothing else comes of this, or even if it does, right? I imagine the actors, you know, I know almost guaranteed they're going to want the live action version for their film reels. And so I'd much rather have that, you know, obviously I want that to look as good as it can for them. uh, So that way they they have the ability to use it. So that's a version of how I view things having that consistency. So in essence, I'm creating two things. I'm creating the rotoscope animation version and I'm creating the live action version. Both have to look really good. You know, and that's my contingency. Um, as in, you know, um, because I'm looking at the larger, larger hole. So, um, that's just kind of some insight, but overall, you know, part of it is in general, it's going to take a little bit more time and it's going to cost you more than you think. And you have to be mentally and otherwise prepared for those moments. So that's what I have for you. Uh, I hope that it has helped. As I said, feel free to ask me any questions, talk specifics in the comment section or on social media. Thank you. I appreciate you. I'll see you next time.